Hello everyone and welcome to the CUNP podcast. My name is Mathieu Dupuis and in this episode I'll be interviewing Pierre Herholz, a CUNP research scholar to learn more about him and his CUNP project. So Pierre, thank you for joining us today. Could you please tell us a little bit about yourself and your background? Yeah, sure. Uh, first, thank you very much for having me. Very excited to be here. I'm originally from Germany, as you might be able to hear very well. <laughs> I try my best to not sound as harsh as I used to. Oh yeah, um, it's the same for me. I totally feel you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my background is in uh, neurolinguistics, neuropsychology, and neuroscience. Mm -hmm. that I studied in uh, University of Leipzig and Marburg in Germany. And then I went on and did my PhD in cognitive and computational neuroscience, where I was partly in Germany, but partly also here at um, McGill and Université de Montréal. Mm -hmm. Basically, since the early beginning of my studies, I always focused on um, auditory processing, especially on uh, music processing, which is still my deal. I would say I'm still in that. I'm still pursuing it. Okay. And what brought you to this area of neuroscience? Um, so when I was growing up, I was very much into music. Okay. Um, played in a couple of bands, played a couple of instruments, was like very interested in all of these things. But then very soon realized that this won't be a possibility for me like to get money out of okay <laughs> most likely because i'm not that good i'm not very intrigued to making money out of um producing or making music mm -hmm. and so forth so i thought like okay what else is there outside mm -hmm. because I'm, i was always interested in science as a whole but mm -hmm. especially like neurobiology and these things i was like okay maybe uh investigating how this whole music thing comes together in the brain might be a good side way doing music But right. also pursuing like a that kind of career path. Right. So this is what you did for your graduate studies and now uh, your current research also. Yes. And I yeah. I'm very very boring in that. Okay. I started in my bachelor's doing music related like music neuroscience related research, auditory neuroscience, and I'm still doing it to this day. Okay. Um, yeah. Cool. Cool. And um. Could you tell me a little bit more about your CUNP project? Sure thing. Um, so my project is called Signed, Sealed, Delivered, I'm Everyone's, mm -hmm. which is a pun on the famous song, Signed, Sealed, Delivered, I'm Yours. No one get that so far, or I didn't get any comments. Yeah, I, hope, no, I, I hope we'll <laughs> catch on it eventually, but if not, that's also fine. Um, um, and this project is concerned with applying and establishing open science practices in auditory neuroscience. And in more detail, I'm helping to create a large multimodal data set focusing auditory processing. Wow, that sounds very interesting. So what are the tools that you use to do this? Um, so the data set in itself is highly multimodal and it will collect a lot of data from a lot of participants. Because usually what you have in these large um, databases is that if you're lucky, you might get one or two auditory tasks in like the Human Connectome Project, for example. But there's not much else there mm -hmm. and especially regarding participants certain variables and information that are important to us as people in auditory neuroscience that is their if they have music experience mm -hmm. what kind of music they're listening to do they have normal hearing thresholds and all of these other things are not assessed mm -hmm. so this project really aims on characterizing in depth a large amount of people and it will include 
behavioral um, methodology, behavioral research in terms of um, psychophysiology, psychophysics. It will include EEG, but also MRI. It's like a free session, free day experiment. Oh, wow. The whole idea is that we create this large multimodal data set, mm -hmm. really in-depth characterizing participants are taking part, and then make it publicly available at a point where it's all quality controlled, everything worked out, everything is structured, um, can be made accessible. And a part of my specific project would be that it's not only for the scientific community, but also made publicly available in the sense that people who don't have a scientific background can explore the data set and its result. Oh, wow. Okay. So focusing a bit more on the outreach of it all. Right. Wow, nice. So, so I guess open science is something important for you. And um, when did you first learn about it? It's hard to pinpoint it exactly. Mm -hmm. As far as I remember, it was during my undergrad and grad studies when I first doing research for the work, being a student research assistant, um, classically or for courses. Mm -hmm. Because there I very quickly learned that this whole science thing is not how I imagined science would be. Because it's basically everyone working for themselves. You got no sharing of data and code. Mm -hmm. You got no knowledge preservation. Everything is based on money. And just sitting somewhere, clicking buttons without understanding why and what's going to happen, that very quickly like tipped me over. And I'm like, okay, this can't be it. And based on that, I informed myself and then learned that what I think science is, is actually called open science. Mm -hmm. And through that, I got very into it, got to know the different aspect of it, the principles, and how I could have my workflow accordingly. Okay. All right, well, thank you very much, Pierre, for your time here and agreeing for doing this interview. And uh, we hope to hear more from you in the future. Yeah, thank you so much again for having me. It's great. Thanks. Yeah.